You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh, and as always, but sometimes not... The man sitting to my left, John Dirty, John Tired, John John the Don, John John the Teflon John, Super John Osborne, Lady John, Gaga John, whoa ladies, it's John, John John of the E Street Band, and everybody's personal favorite, Dr. Daddy, John Fattygate, who is not here, it is... He is not here today. The man, I just did the whole intro for you. I didn't want anybody to be like, where the hell is the intro I've come to know and love? Uh, John Fatigate is sick. The man is sick. Sick from what? I don't know. He didn't tell me. He just said he would not be here. So it'll be me. Mumbling to myself in a big old empty room. I might have a, a, a guest. Who knows? You might be a guest. Um, I know the show isn't live, so you can't really get here and be a guest. But uh, if it was live and you could get here and be a guest, I would allow you to do so. Um, I was going to talk to John about a couple of things, but uh, John is not here, as I said. Um, one quick thing. Somebody, I have to find the, I'll bring it up first before I forget, and I will find uh, who said it, but somebody listened to our podcast from last week where I yelled about Jurassic Park, or Jurassic, I keep wanting to say Jurassic Park trailer, because that's one I know it is, but Jurassic World trailer for, I don't know, 30 minutes, and then um, we talked about uh, Black Friday sales and what you should trample people for, but uh uh, before that, John was talking about how he quit smoking. Somebody said they quit smoking after listening to our last show and to thank John for that, which I thought was pretty cool. I can't find the person's name on my goddamn phone. Jesus fucking. All right. Well, you know who you are, person. I uh, the the when I the next time I will I will say. But thank you for listening, and uh, you know keep up the good fight with smoking, um, or not smoking. I mean, that's awesome. I believe John though is sick because he stopped smoking. His body said, "Where are the cigarettes, John? You really want to do that podcast, huh? Well, get a carton into me." And since he didn't, his body was like, "Well, fuck it. We're shutting down. We're done." We are done. I am your heart. I would like nicotine smoke pumping through me. If you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to shut your stomach down. I don't know if those two... uh, I don't think those two are connected, heart and the stomach, but but either way. Um, Well, since last week, uh, the Jurassic World trailer, many people talked to me about it. I still have the same feelings. So that everybody knows. People really tried to talk me into these dinosaurs. Uh, I didn't even notice, really, that um, at, at the end of the trailer, I thought Chris, uh, Chris Pratt, Sir Christopher Pratt, Sir Christopher Prattifer was uh, driving a motorcycle away from raptors. 
people let me know that he's actually driving a Raptor. Driving a Raptor. He's driving a motorcycle with trained Raptors running beside him to fight the dinosaur that, as he put it in the trailer, uh, I don't know. Depends on what kind of dino they cooked up in that dino lab. Which is has to be one of the worst lines of dialogue ever. Has to be. What do you think? Climb that wall. I don't know. It depends on what are they cooked up in that dino lab. With it, uh, either way, he's driving with trained raptors, which is even more offensive. I, I wish I had known that last week. The idea that they trained raptors to then, what, fight other dinosaurs? Is, I mean, come on. Now now we're having a movie where, again, as I said last week, Lord of the Dinosaurs can control the dinosaurs to fight other dinosaurs that they just made up. I don't understand why anybody would want to see this. Um, besides that, since last week, Star Wars trailer has come out. And in I, I wanted to watch it before I did this podcast, but it comes out in about four and a half hours. The new Terminator trailer. Uh, Terminator Genesis. Now look, I'm a huge Terminator fan. As I said last week, Terminator 4 was one of the worst things that ever happened uh, to to my soul and to moviegoers and audiences everywhere. That movie is awful. It's not good. It didn't need to happen. It made 3 look like 2. Not good. The trailer for the new one... Uh, it was just a teaser. It shows Arnold, which, yes, for God's sake. Somebody asked me if I thought that, uh, that teaser looked better than Jurassic World. Of course it does. Arnold is in it. If you, if, if Jurassic World, if Chris Pratt's character was Sam Neill, I'd be, I might be saying something different. I mean, I'd still be like, give me a real goddamn dinosaur. Somebody please make something tangible. Somebody do something. What's happening on this movie set? But Arnold trumps just about everybody. I, I... Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the best human beings that ever graced this planet. That is fact. I read his book, Total Recall, a couple years ago when it came out. Book is beautiful. That man's life and times are, are, are insane. Uh, if you get a chance, read the book. It's really good. The, man, the man's absolutely insane. He was a millionaire before he even started doing movies because he, he, he sold real estate in L.A. while he was, you know, uh, juicing and fucking... Uh, becoming Mr. Olympia six times in a row. It's nuts. So an Arnold, a Terminator movie that has Arnold in it, yes, is much better than a Jurassic Park movie that has Chris Pratt, my chest is too big for this vest, Pratt. Even though I, I said his name before. I do like, though, that the trailer hasn't even... There's like a countdown to see the trailer. If you even need to see... A Terminator trailer to know if you're gonna go like if, if you ever liked Terminator you're probably already four movies deep in a five movie franchise you're gonna go I wish to some degree they'd stop giving us trailers to things we already know about just just say Terminator's coming back guys oh look out we got a Terminator movie coming up and I'm gonna go because I'm already invested I'm pot committed you know what I mean I'm four in out of five what am I not gonna go to five for what reason? Uh, nope, I'm done. You, you, you had me at three. You lost me at four. I will never be back. No, what am I doing? I'm going, you know? I kind of don't want to see the trailer because I don't want to see things that are going to be in it. I'm already in. You give me Arnold. You say Terminator. You go, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, here's 15 bucks, you know? And the movie might be bad, but I'm going regardless. I kind of... Same as... 
Uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of happy they showed a Jurassic Park trailer just because where the fuck are the goddamn real dinosaurs? But uh, I probably still would have went. I'm, I'm three movies deep in a four movie. F- what am I going to do? You know? I do like that there's a countdown as if, as if you know, there's some big, like the, the Super Bowl is going to play at four. May mark off your calendars. Uh, Thursday, December 4th, we are going to quit your job. Leave your kids at the playground. We are launching a tra- a one and a half minute trailer. Big- pull your car over. Throw your wife off the top of you. Leave that laundry at the laundromat. Stop doing your job. Whoa, what are you doing? Drop that, hoagie. Stop playing that baseball game. We're, we're showing a trailer. Uh, I also like that over this last week, there's been three trailers for movies that already happened, uh, like franchises that are already a thing, telling us there's going to be a movie in 45 years. We got a trailer. Uh, hey, guys, here's a movie trailer for a movie that's coming out in 2015. I don't really know why, or like the summer of 2015. I think Terminator's even longer than that. I don't know why they have to do that in terms of who are they trying to, are they trying to stop people from killing themselves? You know, like that's a, just some dude is out there like, I'm going to end it. There's nothing to live for. And they're like, wait a minute, man. In 40 years, a movie that you watched before is coming back. And you go, oh, shit, I didn't know that. I will not end it today. Maybe they're waiting until there's a new president so that they can uh, launch this movie without Barack, you know? It's weird to have a trailer just years, years before. You just get people all juiced and then you don't even, you don't even do it. No, no, no nothing. Um... I don't really think they need to, oh, God, I don't think they need to do it that way. Um, either way, I'm going to go see Terminator. I'll watch the goddamn trailer today, give some thoughts on it next week when I can. Uh, I mean, the the teaser looked cool. Arnold's got his arm. Looks like T-1000's in it. And again, Arnold is great. Um, if you read his book, uh, he talks about how when he cheated on Maria uh, uh, Shriver, as you uh, you know, um, which for one, people got really pissed at him for that. It, look, you're, you're not Maria Shriver's fucking mom, you know, it's, calm down. You, friends of yours are cheating on people too. So just you leave this man and other celebrities when they do it. It's it had nothing, nothing to do with you. But, um, he cheated on Maria with his, with his maid or whatever during the filming of Batman, uh, and Robin, which as soon as I read that, I was like, of course you did. Of course you were in one of the worst movies ever. Sad times, you had to say these weird lines like, Ice to see you, and what killed the dinosaurs, the Ice Age, and then blast a ice gun at George Clooney, who could click his heels together and make bat skates. Of course you get a little sad. Every day you gotta leave that set and be like, I am, for one, I'm too big to be Mr. Freeze. Two, my accent works in a lot of things. Uh, you know, I've, I've just been a guy working in an office with an Austrian accent, and nobody calls me on it because, hey, I'm pretty cool, but Mr. Freeze doesn't really need an Austrian accent. Three, I'm saying the worst catchphrases of all time. I'm driving, uh, an ice machine that's shaped like a dick. This will go down in history as one of the worst bat, the worst Batman movie ever made. Uh, Schumacher is gonna apologize for it years from now. Maria's out of town. I'm sad. What am I gonna do to cheer myself up? I'm fucking the maid. That's what I'm doing. I'm fucking the maid. And then that all turned into a kid 
Now he has a kid with a, like, I mean, she's like 12 or 17 or whatever, however long that was ago. Um, but I mean, doesn't that make sense? You know, he didn't, he didn't cheat on Maria when he was, when he was doing, uh, True Lies. Nothing was sad then. True Lies is a beautiful movie. You got, you got, uh, lovable little Tom Arnold there. You got, uh, you got, uh, uh, James Cameron, Canadian treasure, James Cameron. Nothing, no, no reason to cheat on your wife. But Batman and Robin, whoa. I wish we could go through the whole cast list, gaffers and lighting guys and sound people, and see all the bad things they did while they were doing that movie. I'm sure there's an editor that was like, man, I was putting this movie together, and I just went, that's it, heroin. And he just started shooting up, and now he's been living in a, a 7-Eleven bathroom on the floor for the last 17 years, wondering what the hell he d- ever did that movie for. There's probably a gaffer that went home and hit his wife. Probably some lighting guy that just went, uh, I'm kicking kids now, and just started booting kids. I bet you the, 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 the criminal, the list of criminality that went down during the filming by the cast and crew of Batman and Robin was huge. But um, Arnold cheated on Maria. I mean, this is fucking long time ago, but people were really, uh, people were really mad. We really care when, uh, when a, a celebrity uh, cheats on somebody. Um... I got some notes here written on a, written on a, what is this? Limited time two for one offer. Every once in a while I get uh, just garbage mail and I write on it. I write a lot of things because as you could tell, I talk a lot. And uh, some of these things I can't just scream at Liz and hope they come back to me. I have to, I have to write them down. Uh, so I do. Um, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but uh, uh, Sir Bill Cosby. Uh, of of Bill Cosby fame is now being sued by uh, one of the women who alleges he and again I really think he he had to do something. There's no goddamn way seventeen or eighteen women are all all got together and lied. That's a football team. A football team of women got together and all decided let's take down this cardigan wearing fucking crock going on stage with dude. Um, I think he did some of this shit. Uh, anyways, he's he's being sued. Um, by one of the women, and it's uh, uh, really hurting his shows. Uh, I read today that uh, he canceled a show in Terrytown, New York, and uh, he has some shows coming up in Canada, in Hamilton, I believe. Who knows what will happen? I saw people saying they were going to go to it and pick it and yell outside. Um, not good. Not good for Sir Cosby. He, uh, that's it, you know? We're, we're not going to look back on that guy and go, oh, yeah, the times we had. We're going to look back and go, yeah, he did a couple of good things and then remain. Do you, you remember that? You remember that when he, you need to, the, remember when he did the thing, the, the, the stuff with the, you know, hey, you remember uh, Ghost Dad? Yep. Remember when Ghost Dad was accused of touching, uh, uh, like a small town of women? Um, that guy's legacy is now, is now destroyed. Um, yeah. Well, Okay, here's what's going to happen. Um, I've been mumbling now to myself for 15 minutes, which, let me tell you something. I love, I like doing it. I, uh, I believe, for fun's sake, remember, there's actually been a couple of these episodes where I have mumbled to myself for an hour. I, I was on the road, and I was sat under a blanket, like I told you, and just uh, talked to myself um, about a couple random things. Oh, okay, quick, just quick thought. Random thought, can, uh, the other day, 
Okay, first of all, I, I, I did a whole podcast about it a while ago. Wrestling is great. I don't really watch wrestling much anymore, but I still think it's great as a as a entity. Um, like I said before, I really do believe wrestling is the everything is wrestling. The, 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 when you when you see um, certain people on TV, you're like that guy's just playing a bad guy wrestler. That's all this is. But either way, um, the other day, uh, CM Punk uh, was on a Colt Cabana's podcast talking about why he left the WWE. It's great. It's an hour and forty minutes. Uh, it's a wicked story. He's going back this week to answer questions from fans and stuff. Um, I don't know. Just uh, just, just telling you something I listened to. Uh, I didn't really mean to listen to the whole thing. I was like, now in 40 minutes, I can't take this away from my life and time. I got to do stuff. But then I, I sat down and was like, whoa, this is great. And I just listened to the whole thing. So if you care at all about wrestling, you probably know this exists. Or if you think that man's interesting, which he is, um, you should listen to it. It's really, really good. Uh, Vince McMahon uh, went on Steve Austin's podcast and responded to it. I can't wait to watch that or see it or listen to it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, the head of a company responding to somebody that he fired? Come on. Imagine if you could listen to a podcast, the head of McDonald's fires some part-time worker. Wouldn't that be a great interview to listen to? Why'd you fire Chris? Let me tell you something about Chris. Chris can't do fries. Chris sucks at drive through Chris uh, never had clean pants. That's one of the things about working at McDonald's. You need clean pants. Even though somebody could jump the counter and kick your fucking head in, and you should just have a lead vest and uh, and a and knight's armor, like like chain link metal gate around you, you need clean pants. And then if Chris was like, you know, the, the manager's a piece of shit. He used to just sit in his phone, play Candy Crush in the back. He told me to do all these things, and he didn't do anything. Got into a goddamn thing. I used to work at, uh, it's owned by Best Buy, so sometimes I just say it's Best Buy, but it's not. In Canada, we have this thing called Future Shop. It's the same goddamn thing. Uh, I used to work there when I was like 18, and one time, the manager really thought I was an idiot. This guy didn't like me. Um, so here's the thing about me. If somebody thinks I'm stupid, sometimes I just play along with it. I don't care. I'm not gonna, uh, I know I'm a smart person. I'm not gonna change, I'm not gonna try to fight to change somebody's mind. So anyways, this guy used to think I was an idiot. Um, I went in the back one time to get a TV and he asked me what I was bringing to the company as he was throwing a Nerf ball to one of the other managers. One of those whistled Nerf balls. So it was just flying through the warehouse like, Asking me what I was bringing to the company. Like, you son of a bitch. Look at you. You're throwing a Nerf ball. I'm selling the TV. Um, I worked there during Christmas. Uh, I was seasonal, and they, they, they got rid of me. I knew they were going to get rid of me on New Year's Day. This was their whole deal. They were like, come in New Year's Day, and you will see seasonal workers if we are keeping you. And I went, they're not. They're not keeping me. They told me one time that I cost the company $25,000 because I didn't sell enough TVs. And she's like, she goes, how are you going to repay us? I'm like, I don't know. You, you pay me six bucks. You can start taking it out of that. You know, here you go. Here's here's $6 for the next 50 years. Um, so I knew either way that I was not going to be kept on. So the last day I was there, people were coming in asking for deals and I just gave it to them. Whatever you wanted. A guy, this was this is like 10 years ago, 11 years ago. So DVD players and shit and Blu-ray players, just more, more money. Guy came in, there was a Blu-ray player. Uh, I think, I don't remember what the hell it was. It was like $130 anyway. And he goes, man, he goes, this thing's kind of expensive. What can you do for me? And I go, dude, your lucky day. What do you want to pay for this? And he goes, 80 bucks, done. 
Let's do it. And he goes, really? I go, yeah, you could have said anything. And he goes, what about 50 bucks? I go, hey, man, you already said 80. Let's be fair here, okay? $80 in a bag out the door. Take it. Get the fuck out of here. People are doing that with TVs all day. People are like, man, that TV's really $2,000. What? I can't pay that. I'm like, well, what can you pay? And they'd be like, ah, I'm $1,700 sold. Put it in a bag out the door because I could control the price. And I did. And then at around 11 a.m., me and another guy who weren't going to be kept on uh, decided to go to the casino and leave. So we walked out, and the manager was like, you guys got to stay and see if you're rehired. And I was like, come on, man. You, you, you've been calling me an idiot for months. You know you're not going to rehire me. I'm not staying here. I'm out. Bam, 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 bam. And I left. Um, I say that to say this. I worked seasonally there. Um, and, uh, okay, this is what the... I'm going to do this goddamn jazz rant. And then I believe... Um, I'm gonna bring on a human being. I will tell you who that is when we come back. But, um, I worked there seasonally, so from November 1st until December uh, 30th, really, uh, Christmas music all the time. This is, and this is what the, let's do this jazz rant real quick. Because last week I didn't even do one. I, uh, I mean, this whole thing has been a jazz rant. Really? Right? Play jazz. I need a band. Um, I need, just need a live band in here, and just, I'll just talk over them the whole goddamn time while, while, we're, while we're doing this. Um, either way, Christmas music. It is, it is back. And I don't know about anybody else, I can't really stand Christmas music. They only made about 12 songs, and then every artist everywhere just keeps remaking them like you gotta get this guy's christmas album it's brand new it's got it's got new christmas songs what's on it silent night uh uh a little drummer boy hey aren't those christmas songs we already know yes but they're in his or her tone or flavor they're still the same trash there's nothing else you could do that with you know what i mean you can't you can't we wouldn't let every artist in the world just keep making the carter three even though that sold a million album a million times when it came out we can't just let george Strait do the carter three or or uh, uh, uh tony fucking what is that man's name the uh, tony bennett sings the carter three and have him come out and just re-sing the whole thing also when you work at a store when it is Christmas time. Do you understand how awful that is for everybody that works in that building? Every employee? You may walk in for a minute and go, oh, it's Christmas. This is so beautiful. That's somebody's entire shift. Eight to nine hours of Christmas music just being pumped into their face. And maybe they might get a little John Lennon, Lennon, uh, Lennon Imagine kind of maybe to break up the fucking monotony of ba-rum-pa-pum-pum and then you get to come in and go it feels so nice in here as an employee's brain is just shattering inside while for two months they have to listen to the same 12 songs over and and even if it's not the same 12 songs they got 45 renditions of silent night whoa here comes fucking james blunt silent night oh christ here's metallica's little drummer boy i can't believe it but it's the same song also, Christmas music is really scary. Silent Night is not a fun time. I, I was at somebody's house one time. They, they Their family played Christmas music, Christmas music for 24 straight hours a day from, like, December 20th on, leading up to Christmas. 20 
four hours a day. A day. Do you know how horrifying that is? It just, it, all day you're like, there's gotta be a serial killer in here, right? We're all gonna be cut in half and murdered? This is horrifying. What, what is this? What is this sad roast chestnuts fucking thing going? Can we get like a, can we get some pep? Give me a little pep. How many, what, what happened a hundred years ago that every song is just this weird, creepy, Thing where you're all, oh, gather your family and you sit around a fireplace and just stare at each other like children of the corn. Christmas music also, uh, pretty, it reminds me of, look, I grew up in a weird place. Uh, I didn't really sit around a table and, uh, you know, small talk with family. Uh, I like when people are, you know, I don't, I, that, that always reminds me of that. You know when you see like a movie or something? I mean, people's lives are like this sometimes. See a movie, there's like 12 people sitting around the table. There's like two turkeys. And they're all like, oh, that's the best Christmas ever. Uh, hey, Bill, how was, uh, how was uh, work this year? Oh, God, we got a lot of this last quarter. We really quartered up in the last quarterly quarters. I made so many quarters this quarter that I can take uh, Janice here on a trip to the Cayman Islands next quarter. And you're like, oh, man, that must have been a great quarter. I Can you guys scream at each other? Somebody throw a drumstick, toss some gravy in each other's face? Freaks me out. Either way, that was a jazz rant on a 25-minute rant as is. Um, going to take a quick break. Uh, no John John the Don. He's not here. I'm uh, going to bring on a man. We're going to talk. It's going to be great. See you in a minute. What's going on, everybody? We are back with Positive Anger. Took a quick break so that I could, uh, you know, get a sip of something. Take a take a thing of a thing. Um, again, like I said, no John John the Don. Uh, bringing on a uh, man who's been on the podcast before, uh, Sir Aaron Friedman. Hey, everybody. How you guys all doing? Well, I hope. They have answered, and they are, they are living. See what happens? The listeners on this show are animals. They're all crazy people. <laughs> they scream and fight. That's not true. Uh, a lot of good people. Um, a lot of good people say a lot of good things, like uh, comment-wise about uh, things. Get into conversations with you. Hey, who cares? Um, they care. No, we care. No, I know. I mean, uh, what I meant when I said who cares is who cares what I'm saying right now. I'm going to go into a, um, um, a mumbly fit or something. This is how I do uh, pretty much everything. I use too many words for just about everything. Um, either way. Aaron Freeman, the last time you were on the show, we talked about... What is the, 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 the vegetarian stuff, right? The vegetarian stuff, but more, uh, it was t- trying to get, like, break away from things you're born into. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're born into religion, how do you break out of that as a human being? Now, the last couple weeks, um, you and me have been talking. Um, you have been going through uh, a positive kick. I have, yeah. It's, it, uh, so it started right after the, uh, the New York City Marathon. I wrote, uh, just a, it started just as a tweet on Facebook. I said, running marathons is stupid. Life is already hard enough. Uh, if I make it, if I'm happy for 20 days straight or 26 days straight, somebody should throw a victory blanket over me. And it started just as a tweet, as a joke. And then I actually uh, decided I should try to be happy for 26 days. Yeah. That, that, what's so funny is like, it does have to be a decision. You know what I mean? 
Well, yeah. I know. And I I just mean it it shouldn't be, you know, like at at one point in time, we all were happy for that length of time. And then the more life happens, the more uh, things happen, the more things you can't stop thinking about, the more things stress you out that we have to go, you know what? I'm going to be happy. God damn it. Yeah, but I would look at it in a different way. I would say we we get to do that. We don't do that, but we get to make that decision. That's a decision that's available for us to make. Yeah, yeah, and that's the positive way. So you already did 26 days. I did, yeah, I did 26 days, um, and uh, it ended on a Friday. That weekend, I just happened to have a good weekend, and and I was happy. But then that Monday, I wasn't doing the the thing anymore. I wasn't trying to be aware of, of being happy, or I hadn't decided to be happy, and I just had a real shitty day. I was super cranky. I was snapping at people. Did you notice that? Like, did you notice, hey, I'm just not turning it on, or you just decided not to turn it on that day? Like, you just decided not to be happy that day, I'm saying. It wasn't that I decided not to, but I didn't decide to. Okay. I, I, there was no effort. There, there was no deliberate decision. There mm-hmm. was no kind of awareness. So I was just, I was just cranky and I let myself be cranky. And then by the end of the day, I was like, you know, this is really fucking stupid. Why did you let it happen if you knew that you could just turn it on? Uh, cause I, cause I, I was already in that mode. Okay. You know what I mean? I already had like a, like a shitty morning and then yeah, yeah. happened and, uh, just things just, just, I, I just, were just irritating me. Yeah, of course. And that's, and the difference really is, is how you can handle those things and how long, one lasts like while I was doing this happiness marathon something would piss me off and I would be upset at that thing but it wouldn't I would still be I would be in a good mood but I would be mad about you know taking a phone call that was irritating or something like that Mm -hmm. and I could direct it isolate it and then as soon as that was over it didn't stay with me yeah 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 it's weird because when you do start to get angry or sad or whatever if things just keep coming into your head like if you don't try to do anything about it you'll be angry at one person and then remember that you were angry at somebody else for another thing and that just keeps breeding the anger you yeah. know what i mean yeah totally and and that on, on a neurological level that shapes the way that you view things what do you mean if you're if you're already in a negative if you're already thinking negatively oh yeah 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 if you're already you know what i mean if you're if your girlfriend dumps you then something happens at work you could take it positively or negatively you shoot to negative first yeah for sure you see you see the bad in things first so then when you were doing the positivity marathon when those kind of thoughts would get into your head yeah. you would just shut them out you would just no you you allow them you i'm i'm upset about this like it's it's unrealistic to if something bad happens yeah uh, to not uh, you, fa- you somehow like, you get you get mud on your favorite pair of shoes you're like, well, I'm upset that my favorite pair of shoes are dirty, but that doesn't affect anything else. What are your favorite pair of shoes? I, I, which of which of the four that I have do I like the best? Four's not bad. There's a lot of guys walking around with half, one one and a half yeah, pairs of shoes. That's, yeah, that's one true. One of them is, a, is, is usually the guys that have like two pairs of shoes. One of them is like a dress shoe. Yep. The other one is a pair of New Balance that they've had since 98. Fair. The soles are destroyed. The laces are tied way too tight. The tongue is about to fall right off. And they're like, man, I think I need another pair of shoes. I'm like, do, do you think? Of course you do. We live in a country where you can buy <laughs> shoes. Buy a shoe, for God's sake. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I had, I had shoes that there was like the seam was broken. Yeah. And uh, even then I was like, yeah, they're broken, but it's summer. So there's no like water anywhere. So I can deal with this for a, a few more weeks. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Aquaman. I'm not going to be in the ocean. Yeah, they work. <laughs> so after the, after the first uh, 
positivity marathon. What do you positive marathon or positive? What do you call this thing? I call it a happiness marathon. Happiness but it's marathon. Kind of corny, whatever you call it. The no, na- I mean, the it, name, uh, at least walking the earth. Uh, 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 really upset at random things that have nothing to do with things you're actually mad about is kind of corny as well. So it's I less, don't think it's less enjoyable in any case. Yeah, I think every once in a while though, it, it's sort of fun to do that. It's not like to live there sucks. To live in a place where. You are always in the mind state that everybody's a, a criminal. Yeah. There's nobody to trust or talk to. Everybody's going to fuck you over. The world is out here to destroy you. It's not a good way to live all the time, you know? It's kind of fun to go there for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> but it, it, there's a degree of control, too. Yeah. Like when you're, when you're really, really just angry and upset about everything, there's no control. But if you allow yourself to just be angry at this one thing mm-hmm. or to snap about, you know, like if you're, I mean, you were telling them like the dealing with like a shitty manager or like a customer service situation where mm-hmm. you got a, a terrible person you have to deal with to, to as soon as you're done with that negative interaction to just go off about them to your friends and, and, and talk about like how terrible they are and how awful they are and the, the violent things you'd love to do them like that. That can be great. But then you don't let that you don't let that ruin yeah. everything. I uh, I wouldn't even complain about that guy to friends. I just knew he was an idiot because mm-hmm. it just made me laugh so much. And also, it was a job that doesn't. It's not we're not we're not solving any problems here. We're selling TVs to people. Was there was there like a minimum for how low you could go? In terms of what? What do you mean? What you could sell a TV for? Or could you? Oh, no, I, I could I, you literally sell one for fifty cents? A dollar, fifty cents, sure, probably a dollar, maybe. But then what would happen is you could get it out the door, and somebody could leave with it, and then a head office would go, "Why did you guys sell the TV for a dollar?" But I would have already been gone. I'm telling you that day, if somebody would had been like, "I want this TV for ten bucks," I would have been like, "Good, let's do it. Package it. Let's get it out here, dude." Uh-huh. Um, you could just control it however you wanted. But, but just in terms of like a normal situation, did they have like this is your this is the wholesale price? It, it has to be above oh, this. Oh no, man! Here's what they would say: <laughs> legitimately, they would tell you they would go. All right, try not to give out. They would go. Don't give out deals, okay? And don't don't um, don't go below. Just don't try to give out deals. Is really what they would say. And everybody, I never would have thought this was a thing, but not one human being that came in to buy a TV ever just bought it. They always said, what can you do for me? Every Uh single time. And I would go, there's nothing, man, I can't, blah, 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 blah. And they would go, they would go, but I'm buying uh, four copies of Runaway Bride. You can't knock, I'm like, dude, that's, there's no markup on DVDs. There's not, there's nothing there. You know, they, they can't. Yeah. So then they'd be like, well, let me talk to a manager. And every single time, this is what a manager would do. They would come over, ask the person what they wanted. The person would go, I want to pay $200 less. The manager would go, fine. And then yell at me. And I'd go, are you kidding me? Oh, wow. You told me, I was like, you told me not to give deals. And then you guys just come over and give deals. So you know what? Let's do deals now. And I would just just talk to people. Most of the time, I didn't even want to sell anything. People would come in and I'd be like, hey, how you doing? They'd be like, I'm just looking. i go, I'm just talking. Have you seen this? And they'd be like, oh, hey. And then we would just talk. I didn't care. I, I was 18. I, I, missed, I missed the first part of you talking about this. Was this like a big company or it was, was just a small it's, local? Uh, no, it's a, it's a, it's a company, uh, Future Shop, which okay. is it's owned by Best Buy. Uh, so it's a Canadian it's a Canadian thing. It's the exact same thing, though. You walk in, same sort of deal. We had red shirts instead of blue shirts. Look at that. Actually, I think I had a dress shirt. Who cares? But um, uh, speaking of that, though, working at jobs, I used to work at Starbucks. I, I did as well. Really? Yeah. How long? Uh, 15 months. Oh, wow. I worked there for three straight years. 
Do you got to get the phone? <coughs> no, somebody somebody should be getting it. Are you okay? I am. You know, uh, wait a minute. I oh, I don't have them on me. I, I actually, I think I gave John uh, his cold. Well, I can't wait to get it from you. When he, uh, yeah, I mean, that mug that you're drinking out of is barely washed, so you uh. probably already have it. No, uh, <laughs> he, he uh, when John didn't come in yesterday, I was like, oh man, he's not coming in when he's sick. I was sick last week. I came in every single day. He's like, yep, <laughs> that's, that's exactly why he's sick right now. So John, if you're listening, I am so sorry, uh, but you can look forward to having this cold for another week and a half because I still got it. That's very funny. You can't, I am, I am he, he even said in his text, he's like, I can't come in. I can't get those guys sick. And you're just like, I'm a hero. I'm going to go in there and bleed <laughs> and spit all over everything. You know, my, my, uh, my, my father was a doctor, so he never let me take off school when I was sick. Oh, wow. He was always like, you're fine. Drink some water. Wow. So you just have, got every kid sick. Drink some water. Yeah. Pop a Tylenol. Dad, I have a Ebola. You're fine. Get you're in there. Fine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you, your dad is the, is the parent that the school board worries about. When they're literally like, they'll, they'll be like, if your kid is sick, keep him home. Keep her home. Yeah. But your dad was like, absolutely not. I, I play by my own rules. Mm-hmm. I, I, I listen to his chest. His heart's still beating. He can get in there. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you used to work at Starbucks. When I worked there, I worked there for three months. I'm th- sorry, three years. The first... Two years, I loved it. Really, dude? Do you understand? Now, wait, how 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 old were you at the time? The first time I worked there, I was sixteen. I was okay, in high school. So that's so that is oh, for sure. And then I worked there again when I was <laughs> twenty-one. I had just moved to Toronto and I needed a job. I worked there when I was twenty-one, uh, forty hours a week, and I loved it. I like talking to people. People would come in. And this is what I, people would come in and I'd go, hey, how are you? And they would usually go, tall latte. Yeah. They would just say their drink. And I would go, no, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said hello. And most times people would go, yeah, you're right. Hey, man. Blah, blah. Sometimes people get so pissed. I would try to fuck around with people. Somebody would be like, I want a, a Earl Grey tea. And I'd be like, do you mean a James Earl Grey Jones? And they'd be like, just give me the goddamn tea. <laughs> but near the end of it. I got a manager who I just, I didn't like. Uh, they really, uh, this dude wanted everything to be right to code. Like There was no room for fun. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He wanted this to be, this is Starbucks, Howard Schultz says this. He says that a coffee needs to be exactly filled within one centimeter from the top. And if it's not, the company will fall out from under all of us. He was that type of dude. Uh, so I really didn't like this guy. So I used to think about... Um, <laughs> because of my other my other play my the, the first manager whatever so much fun i just joked with everybody i high-fived people sometimes i come around the corner or the counter and hug people it was great it was a really fun time yeah i i mean i have to say like the, the did you have regulars oh yeah the regulars are, are kind of what makes this job amazing you you have people who come there every day literally every day some people a few yep. times a day yep yep and yep. it's um so where, where I was, it was like a, a suburban one where everybody drove in up. In New York or where? In uh, Fayetteville, New York, right outside of Syracuse. Okay. In the suburbs of Syracuse. Um, so you get like the, the you know, like the, like the, like was the, that, like the housewife was soccer Was that mom. sickness trying to come right out of your face? <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't, can't make me laugh. I'm going to start <laughs> coughing. I can't control it. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. But yeah, you, this is kind of this is kind of the highlight of their day. Yeah, in oh, some yeah. ways they they come in, they they talk, they know you, and especially if you're like a dashing young man, as 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 both of us were at, at once, more once, yeah. Uh, you can you can flash them a little smile, a little charm like that, and they get a little attention. And yeah. 
I loved it. I loved it. And you would, you would. I don't know if, if you had this experience too. You would learn pr- fairly intimate things about people's lives. They would, they would just tell you exactly what was going on. Uh, yeah, yeah. People. I mean, that this is a reason I like people, and, the, yeah. and they, they, people really are most times. I'd say a huge portion, more so than not, are decent, good people. Um, that like talking to people as well but for whatever reason a lot of people sort of are are, are shut we were taught for years and years not to talk to strangers we, so that means you know six people and then the seven billion people are complete murderers that are going to try to take you know what i mean they're going to try to kill you or ruin your party which is not true they're just they're just people that you don't know you know yeah i went on i went on dates from there i got asked out by fucking really yeah I was fucking, I was moving, dude. I was moving to chicken. The la- okay, this is why I quit, though. Well, first of all, I was doing comedy and I wanted to get out of this thing. But um, one of my, my last day ever, I, I went into Starbucks. I Remember, did you have to, have to do the morning shifts? What time, what time is your Starbucks open? Uh, yeah, we have to have to. We open at like six, maybe. I, five, yeah, five thirty. Five, five thirty, exactly. Five. I had, five, I had to be there at five, and that was one thing I was complained about because I'm like, look, the only people coming in here are truckers and murderers, uh, yeah. or rapists. I mean, who's especially downtown Toronto? Who the fuck is coming in at five a.m.? There's nothing open. There's nothing going on yet. Um, Fayetteville on a road. I mean, that's a little different because it literally is truckers, and these people need coffee. I like well, truckers. No, it's it's less. Uh, you know, it's the, the interstate. They have their own Starbucks. So this one, it, so it's from, rapist from <laughs> from from. We, we opened, I think, at five. From five to six, literally one person every day, same person every day. And I would say check that guy's itinerary because no, he was he was like a nice no, dude. No, he was fine. no, murderer. <laughs> he has he takes those coffees and he he molds them. He he has skulls in his house and he fills the skulls with these coffees that he drinks. But yeah, well, if he murders somebody, I think it's after six a.m. From five to six. Oh, he was sure. A, he was a sweetheart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful guy in the morning, and then six a.m something happened the sun comes up that's what really he irks him <laughs> every day the sun rises and he's just like not today son but um my last day i i went in i got there at 5 30 and uh i i forgot to wear my black shoes you had to wear black shoes when you worked at starbucks and my manager goes hey you're wearing white shoes and i go yeah i was like sorry man i completely forgot i got up at 4 30 to come here you know what i mean i was out till one last night doing shows in front of drunk people like you know and he goes how far away do you live and and in my mind I'm like this this guy's gonna ask me to draw I can't believe it he's gonna ask me to go home and I go dude I'm like this far away and he goes do you wanna go home and get your shoes I'm like yeah I'm biking home and I just kept thinking I'm not going back there fuck it I'm out I'm done this is insanity but I went, I don't like, le- I, I've walked out of a couple of jobs, and I'll say, I've said this before in here, if you've never walked out of a job, my God, get a job and walk out of it. It's the best feeling on the planet. And I've had sex, okay? Walking out of a job is beautiful. W- walking out just the middle of a shift? Oh, yeah. It is so freeing. A job that you don't like and a job that doesn't matter. Like, get a job at Applebee's, hand it a couple of uh, menus, and then go, fuck it, I'm out, and throw some tostadas or whatever. It is great. But um, so I I, I went, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I went back to work, and then this is what... (coughs) There was a homeless guy outside, and cops came to talk to the homeless guy. And I asked my manager, I said, why are the cops talking to that homeless guy? And he said, because I called them. And I said, why? And he goes, because that guy's taking our tips. And I go, what do you mean? He's coming in here and taking tips from the change jar or whatever? And he goes, no, but people aren't tipping you because he's out there. 
they're keeping the change and giving it to the homeless guy. And I said, are you crazy? I go, I make money here. Like I'm making an hourly rate. That guy has nothing. I don't care if he fucking gets 15 cents from these people. And he goes, no, it's not right. We should be getting the tips. That guy shouldn't be out there. And I go, that's it. I'm done. I quit. Goodbye. I'm out. I'm like, we're calling cops on homeless people for being alive? Right after not walking out? It was... Yes. Wow. Then I went back. When I went back, that was the rest of that day. And I went, I'm done. That was it. Because I'm like, you can't call cops on homeless people for being alive. That's really kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Just for being alive. (laughs) Like, because that man exists, I have to get cops involved. I just went... You, you, you give them all the change for God's sake. I'm, ma- I'm like, I'm not making a lot of money, but I'm still making money. Yeah. That guy has nothing. Give him the fucking 15 cents or whatever. Somebody was going to leave here. You know, there was, there was a, a homeless guy out of uh, one of the Starbucks. I didn't work there. I, I, I filled in like a, like a week every now and then or a few days every now and then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would like hold the door for people. It was right outside of like the university. So he, yeah. you know. Um, high traffic kind of area, but he was like he was like a regular. They knew his order. Yeah, yeah, he would, yeah. He would poke his head in, and they would they would you know they would bring his drink exactly the way he liked it. Yo, there was another thing that used to make me mad about working there. Uh, I like I said, I really like working there for the people, and also everybody I worked with was really cool. Yeah. But one thing they used to do is give cops free coffee and homeless people nothing, right? And I asked them why that was, and they said, "Well, we give cops free coffee so that if anything happens and we need to call the cops, they show up." And I went, they're not the fucking mob. They're supposed to show up. If they don't come here when somebody has us all held up at gunpoint because you didn't give them a mocha, they should be fired. So I charged every cop that came in. And people, when I worked there, would be mad at me about it. And cops sometimes looked at me like I was crazy. But I'm like, look, man, I can't give you a free coffee and then tell that homeless guy to suck his own dick outside. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense yeah, to me. Yeah, that's great. So, but they would come in and they'd want the biggest fucking drinks. And look, I, yes, we need cops, okay? But they'd come in and they'd go, I want a venti, four-shot, white chocolate mocha. It's like a $9 drink. And I'd be like it's eight bucks or whatever it is and they would just look at me like dude do you want to go to jail right now and i'd be like give me the money because i know what's gonna happen we're call- and mostly what they would call cops for there is to kick out homeless people so again we're telling a homeless guy to die and a guy that makes money here's a free coffee you know what i mean it just didn't make any sense to me and also if we're just giving him coffee to come here that's not a real cop that's a that's somebody d- d- doing you a favor you know what i mean yeah um, yeah, we we had we had like a, a sergeant or something. He would come in every morning. He would always pay. Even yeah, other customers would would offer to buy him his coffee. He would always refuse. See, that's a so way different thing. That's great. It's America versus Canada, man. Funny. <laughs> um, so okay, quickly. So when, when you're doing another, because I, I I'm gonna try to do this this time. The 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 happiness marathon. Yeah. So the the first one I I did on my own it was kind of an experiment i wanted to see if there was anything to it mm-hmm. I th- and i think i think there is not for everybody but if you're a certain type of person who who struggles with your mood and who struggles with being positive yes i, I think uh you know for me it was beneficial i think other people could get a lot out of it too but i wanted to try it you know just on my own first to see but this next one uh we're gonna start on december 6th this coming saturday yes and that way it wraps up uh, on, on New Year's Eve. So, so when you're celebrating 2015, you're already, you're also celebrating this accomplishment mm-hmm. of, uh, of 26 days. And this time you're going to do it. Yes. And a, a few other people are doing it. A handful of people are doing it. Yes. So it's sort of, uh, the beta round of, of this experiment, which is that, it, you know, if people are doing it at the same time, 
if we both decide to be happy, then when we see each other, that, that, that can kind of be a little bit contagious or a little bit like, not necessarily like a support group, but uh-huh. you know, like running a marathon with a group of friends and you, you know, you guys decided to do it and you're going to achieve this goal together. Yeah. 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 And, and that's not to say that if something does happen, you just pretend that it didn't like serenity now, but I mean, you do choose the, the sort of higher road and be like, I'm not going to fall into a pit of darkness and stay there. I'm going to, I'll let this thing happen to me, but then I'm going to keep being happy. Yeah. It's not, it's not straight up giddiness. It's, it's that you're going to be content. And it's, you know, in, uh, in certain languages like, like Spanish, they have two separate verbs for to be mm-hmm. Sarah and a star. One is like a, a permanent state. Like I am Sarah from Syracuse, uh-huh. uh, uh, or a star would be like, I am wearing, uh, like a yellow shirt, uh, which I'm, which I'm not wearing a blue shirt, yes. but the temporary state. So I am happy, but I'm, you know, I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. I'm yes. sad right now. Yes. Yes. But yes. In 45 minutes, I'm still underlying happy. It's just, there's one thing. Yes. The base, the base. The foundation yeah. is happiness, and then other things happen, but the the foundation doesn't rattle. We stay happy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just it's a combination really of uh, using your own stubbornness to your advantage. Yeah, like uh, deciding you're going to do something and then and then doing it, mm-hmm. and then realizing that you have some stake in some say in your own emotions that you you can you can decide, mm-hmm. and so just being really deliberate. And then the last part is just being aware. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we we find ourselves uh, unhappy. We don't. We don't. We it, it's it's we're, we're not necessarily we're not aware of it until it's kind of too late. So really taking stock and being conscious of, of, of your emotional state and, and how you're feeling. And then when you when you you know, anytime I would run into somebody, I would tell them that I was doing this, and just having that conversation just brings it back up to the front of my mind that I yeah. am doing it. So you're being aware of it. Every morning you wake up and you say, this is day one, this is day two, this is day three. So be, before you even get out of bed, you make the decision that, that you're going to have a good day. Cool. I'm, right. Yeah, I'm in. So Saturday, uh, yeah, Saturday, December 6th, uh, starting a happiness marathon. Yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to try it, I would I would be, you know, I'm, I'd be really curious to, to hear what... Your, you know, your listeners' experiences are. Yeah, please. I mean, like I said, I'm going to do it. Um, anybody that, uh, you know, struggles with, uh, I don't know, being happy more so than not or not happy more so than not or whatever, uh, try it out right in. Also, um, I don't know what the, the day December 31st falls on, but I mean, I'll have you back on when this is done and uh, we'll talk about it a bit. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, we had no John John, but I think we had uh, I think we had a good time. It's fun. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what I said in the beginning, uh, but it, it, somebody will. Um, uh, all right, cool. So uh, I'll do the plugs that John John usually does. Uh, check out the Weed News on uh, Stand Up New York Labs. Uh, really funny show with Mike Cannon. You can find this show on uh, Jesus, Aaron. You gonna die, huh? You gonna you gonna eventually, yeah. Um, uh, you can find this show on iTunes. Positive Anger, please rate, subscribe, comment, all of that stuff. Uh, Thank you to everybody that's listened on SoundCloud and commented. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Just You can check out NathanMcIntosh.com. I started this uh, weekly video rant thing uh, that I put out a a, a rant on Mondays. Uh, Every Monday, uh, yes, you can check that out. I also got... I've, uh, next time it'll probably be out out but I'm putting out an album in the next week or so it's gonna be called I am not uh, oh, I'm sorry I am not I I wasn't talking uh, it's gonna be on iTunes and such uh, believe I'm gonna make it 499 
Uh, it's like 45 minutes of me yelling at uh, a crowd of people. So you can listen to me yell in front of people instead of yelling into a room uh, to myself. Uh, that'll be out soon. I'll let you know when it's out. And uh, other than that, thank you very much. Enjoy your lives. Good day.